In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Bert and Jennifer bought their first home. They were so proud. Bert is a clean freak, and so he loved cleaning his house and having people over for dinner. Every week he would go through and scour the place, vacuuming, mopping, dusting. One day he noticed that on the wall in the laundry room there was a spot wasn't very big, but it was kind of yellowish. I'm going to pretend I didn't see that, he thought. Next week, vacuuming again in the laundry room, Spot was not only there, Spot had gotten a little bit bigger. Huh, he thought. By the next week, it had grown again, so he decided... What most of us do when we see something we don't like, first we try to ignore, and then we paint over, right? So he painted over the wall, and it looked perfect, and that was good for about a month. And then guess what happened? It came back, looking a little different, similar area, similar color. Oh no, he thought, I don't want to see that. Painted over it again. Third time's a charm, isn't it? Month later, Spot appears. Ugh, Bert thought, why do I have to keep seeing this? So eventually he did what we need to do, which is he tore down the wall, and sure enough, behind it, there was a pipe with a tiny little drip that needed to be repaired. It was good that Bert saw the stain, but he didn't like seeing it. Because it made him work. Seeing isn't always easy. A good friend of mine and a member of this parish called me a few weeks ago because he had someone he wanted me to see at home. I'll call him Tim. I went to see this old man, Tim, who was sitting in a, an easy chair in his apartment. My friend told me that Tim had not been to church since the 1980s. Because in the 1980s, his only son got AIDS and died and his Baptist church would not bury him. And so Tim decided he had had it with church. But he was getting old. His time was coming and he was restless. There was something that needed to be resolved. So I walk into the room, and there is Tim in his easy chair. And 
like to get down close when someone is older because they can't see as far. And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and we saw each other. We really saw each other, and he smiled. I said, my name is Kate, and on behalf of the church, I want to say how sorry I am. How so, so sorry I am for your son. The church failed you and him. But it wasn't God, it was just people. Because we can be bumbling idiots sometimes. I asked him, is it okay if we talk about heaven, if I come back and we talk about heaven? And he said, yes, I'd really like that. After I left, he started dying. Just a few days later, I came back and he was in a hospital bed. He had gone from the easy chair to the hospital bed. I bent over and I looked right at him and he looked at me. I said, Tim, are you going to see Jesus? And he said, I think I'm getting ready now, but I'm kind of a mess. And I said, I'm a mess too. We sang Amazing Grace, because I figured as a Baptist, he probably remembered it. And he looked at me, and he said, you're so beautiful. I said, you're beautiful too. He died the next day. You know, it's funny how you can see someone and really know them and not even have that long of a relationship, but feel like you saw each other. As the days darken and we fall back an hour, the church remembers in this season the people that we love who have died. We call this All Saints Sunday. We speak their names aloud, we talk about them, and we believe that they're with us. And in his letter to the Ephesians, Paul talks about the fact that he has this beautiful little phrase tucked in his letter. He says, with the eyes of your heart enlightened. Paul says that when we get baptized, we have the ability to see with our heart. Did you know that your heart has eyes? That your heart can see? Did you know that? I mean, we can see things physically in front of us, but our heart can sense love. Our heart can see things like angels. Our heart can see what those who have died are saying to us now because they speak to us. They talk to us. There are signs on the walls between this life and the life to come if we only know how to look for them. 
So we're going to baptize three amazing souls this morning. We're going to baptize these twins whose grandfather was an incredible lawyer, renowned through the city, and I know he's watching over them today, and whose great-grandmother went to our healing service every week for decades, saying her prayers. And we're also going to baptize Liam, and Liam's dad is in heaven. He died in a motorcycle accident. And I know that Liam's dad is watching over us today and that he can see you. You see, we believe that the people who have gone before are not dead. They're alive and they love us. And you can see the signs of their love if you just learn how to look. Last night, talking about tears from heaven, last night I was thinking about this sermon and um, I was just sitting still and my eyes caught a book on my bookshelf. I pulled it out and it was a coloring book. I had totally forgotten that I had this coloring book. It was given to me by Paul Ellis, one of the saints of this church. Paul Ellis died a few years ago. Paul was different. His mind didn't work the same way that most of us do. What he did with his life, he spent over 30 years delivering x-rays between the x-ray department and the doctors at Baptist Hospital. And after 30 years, he could retire. <laughs> so I remember he called me up and said, I think I need a church because I'm retiring. And I said, okay. <laughs> and he said, I need you to come to my retirement celebration. And I said, great. So there was this um, little room in Baptist Hospital. I'll, I'll never be able to find it again. And we had a, a paper tablecloth and a cake. And some people came and I came. And we congratulated Paul on his 30 years he moved into the apartments that are right here in the high-rises, and he came to church not only every Sunday, but often all the services. Paul would get his Social Security check and his retirement check, and he would give the entire amount to the church, and then he would come and ask me for food. <laughs> so it was the first and only time that I had to meet with a parishioner and tell him not to give so much. The coloring book belonged to Paul, and he left it to me after he died. And I had just stuck it in my bookshelf, but when I opened it, I realized that he had colored some of the pages, but then left other parts for me to color. And with the eyes of my heart, I could see what he was saying. He was saying, I've colored in my parts. You keep on coloring. You know, this church was finished in 1906. And it was built not like most things today that are built as cheaply 
and as quickly as possible. This church was built carefully and slowly, and every inch of it is built in honor of people that we love who have died. Every single window that you look at is given in memory of someone. Every flower, every piece of beautiful vessel that we use in the Eucharist is given in memory of someone that we love who died. They're everywhere. They're everywhere, our saints. You can see their fingerprints all over this place because we're not afraid to say their names and we celebrate who they still are. They leave us pages to color. Inside of your bulletin, I want you to open your bulletin, you will find a little piece of white paper. I would like you to take a moment now, if you haven't already done it, there should be a pencil in your pew, or maybe you have a pen in your purse. I want you to write as legibly as possible the names of the people that you love who have died. This is an ancient practice that is called the necrology. It dates back over a thousand years. What we are going to do is, as you come up for communion, you are going to hear these names read aloud. Because we believe that in the Holy Eucharist we transcend time, and all baptized Christians, those of you who are here and those of you who are in heaven, we all celebrate the Holy Communion together in what's called Kairos time, God's time. And so we will say the names of the people that we love who have died, and you'll hear lots of names all spoken and ringing together. Open the eyes of your hearts. There is so much for us to see, so much work that needs to be done in this world, so many walls that need to be torn down so that we can do better, love greater, so that we can color more brightly. Let us remember the saints who live in Christ. Amen.